Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. It's Dress Rehearsal on KBFG Seattle, and I'm Lorenzo Marasso. friends welcome back to dress rehearsal at this very moment while talking on the microphone and recording this program for this week the pacific northwest and the seattle area are invaded by a tremendous heat wave and today the thermometer has actually touched a peak of 112 degrees apparently no such temperature was ever recorded in history in this part of the united states Nevertheless, whether it's raining or snowing or it's good weather, Dress Rehearsal will always be there with you every Friday morning at 8 a.m. and every Sunday afternoon at 5 p.m. here on KBFG Seattle. This week's program is dedicated to French composer Charles Tournemir, who was born in 1870 and died in 1939. Tournemir is mostly known among organists and organ aficionados, but he was actually an important composer who wrote a lot of music, not just for the organ, but also for piano, and also wrote several chamber compositions as well as oratorios and eight symphonies. Tournemir was a precocious child, and when only 11 years of age, he was appointed organist of the Church of Saint-Pierre in Bordeaux. Tournemir studied at the Conservatoire de Paris with César Franck and Charles-Marie Vidor, and in 1891 he won the first prize in organ. He also studied with Vincent Dundee at the Scola Cantorum, and in 1898, as an organist, he toured Germany, Holland and Russia, giving several concerts and performances. Between the year 1900 and 1914, he composed his first five symphonies, all of which were performed at the time. The César Franck inspired style that has sustained Tournemire to that time began to give way to a more complex harmonic style that incorporated influences of impressionistic harmonies such as the one of uh, Claude Debussy and Maurice Ravel. This style began to deepen around 1908 after Tournemire became acquainted with Josephine Sarpeladan, who was a French mystic who was also the founder of the Order of the Rosicrucians in Paris. Tournemir also began to read the works of Joris Karl Huisman and through Peladan took an interest in Madame Blavatsky, who was also a mystic. Tournemir's music reflected these discoveries through his arrival at the distinct mystical organ style, which had an impact on the French organ school represented by composers such as Olivier Messiaen, Maurice Durfle and Jean Langlais. 
From the year 1921 onward, Tournemir devoted his best compositional efforts to music for the church. His great oratorios came after the last of his symphonies, La Quête du Saint Graal, written between 1926 and 1927, L'Apocalypse du Saint Jean, between 1932 and 1936, and La Douloureuse Passion du Christ, written between 1936 and 1937. Between 1927 and 1932, Tournemir worked on the colossal piece, series of pieces for organ titled L'Orgue Mystique, the mystical organ, this work comprises 51 series of pieces divided in sets of five pieces for the Holy Mass for every Sunday of the year. The complete work would last about 15 hours of music, which is longer than the complete organ works of Johann Sebastian Bach. In addition to this monumental work, Lord Mystique, Tournemir was also a well-known improviser, and five of his improvisations were recorded on a phonograph in the year 1930, and later they were transcribed on paper by Maurice Duroflet. The circumstances of Tournemir's death are among the most mysterious and controversial to be found for any classical composer. Tournemir left his home to take a walk on October 31st, 1939, and never returned. Four days later, his body was found in a bog outside the city of Arcachon, quite at a distance from where he started out. The suggestion that he may have committed suicide seemed uh, improbable for such a devoted Catholic mystic, such as he was. And the latest information suggests that Tournemir may have become disoriented, probably lost his way and drowned by accident. Although Tournemir is mostly known as an organist and a composer for the organ, his production of music written for other instruments is quite large. During this hour, we'll have a chance to listen to, other than one of his most famous pieces for organ, also one of his songs for voice and piano, and the entire poem Mystique for Piano Solo, Opus 33, actually played by yours truly. And we'll end with a movement from his last symphony, number eight. And for now, I leave you with the chorale improvisation on the Victime Pascali Laudas, by Charles Tournemir, one of the five improvisations that were later transcribed by Maurice Truffelet, and here is performed on KBFG Seattle by organist Jean Martin.
This is Dress Rehearsal on KBFG Seattle and I'm your host, Lorenzo Marasso. My topic today is French composer Charles Tournemire. And you have just listened to the choral improvisation on the Victime Pascali Laudes by Charles Tournemire, performed by organist Jean Martin. The style of Tournemire seemed to have had this uh, evolution from uh, Uh, César Franck uh, through Debussy and Ravel, especially the sonorities of Debussy, but then this kind of mystical uh, way and uh, fused with this improvisatory style led to very interesting composition that actually informed a lot of the uh, subsequent uh, uh, French composer like Messiaen, for example. And uh, the piece that we are going to hear next, uh, it's um, a poem a poem, which uh, also the word poem, along with the word mystique, so the mystical poem, they, they keep recurring in Tournemire's life. And this is a poem which is Opus 32, and the poem that we are actually going to hear after that, which is the poem mystique for piano solo, which is Opus 33, so are two very close. And we're going to listen to the second song of this poem, Opus 32, by Charles Tournemire, which is titled Réveil, which in French means to wake up. And here is performed by bass baritone Michael Bundy and pianist Elaine Crayford.
This is Dress Rehearsal on KBFG Seattle, and I'm your host, Lorenzo Marasso. My topic today is French composer Charles Tournemire. And you have just listened to the second song titled Réveil of the Poème Opus 32 by Charles Tournemire, performed by bass baritone Michael Bundy and pianist Elaine Crayford. The next piece we're going to hear is the Poème Mystique Opus 33 by Charles Tournemire. This is a piece for piano solo which I recorded in the past uh, few weeks here in my own studio in Seattle. It is not a published recording, but I would like to share it with you because I'm very fond of this composition and uh, I wanted to record it and uh, because I, I really en- enjoy performing it and playing it because the composer tries to bring a mystical uh, dimension to an instrument that is quite secular in its origin and doesn't have much relationship with the space of a church at least not as much as the organ. Nevertheless, Tournemire seems to be an excellent composer for the piano as he brings in a new 
mystical dimension and makes ample use of sustained sonorities created by keeping the pedal depressed for several bars. This is a piece that is very much about melody but also about texture and while some of these textures evoke Debussy and Ravel, we're also hearing here a mature style embedded in, pro in improvisation and free flowing. The piece is composed of three movements which are meant to be played without interruption. The first movement is titled Paraphrase. The second movement is titled Evocation, which kind of reminds of a dance to evoke the spirits. And the third movement is titled Epilogue, uh, which is some kind of a closing. And the piece ends with a very distinct climax and some kind of ascent into higher spaces. Tournemire in the score of this piece, which is by the way dedicated to French pianist Alfred Courtois, and I have not found any mention anywhere that Courtois might have performed it or recorded it. But Tournemire includes a short poem by French poet Paul Verlaine titled La Cathédrale et Majesteuse. And just before listening to the recording of the poem Mystique, I thought of including the reading of this poem by Paul Verlaine. The poem is very ethereal and describes a majestic cathedral sitting out in the countryside near the ocean, which brings in its own aromas of salt, uh, which are fused with other smells coming from the nature of, around the church. Verlaine also describes the architecture of this cathedral with its towers and domes pointing up to the sky, which is covered with stars. Also described angels sculpted in the walls of the church, and this vision creates in the mind of the poet, and also, I guess, in the mind of Tournemire, uh, what in French is called a rêve, a dream, which again, the composer creates using the piano in a very distinct way, and in a very new way for the time, through long sustained use of the pedal, uh, not worrying about creating blurry sonorities and harmonies, which are the backbone of the piece. So without further ado, here is the short poem by Paul Verlaine, read by French actor Yvon Jean, and to follow the poem mystique opus 33 for piano solo by Charles Tournemire, performed by yours truly, pianist Lorenzo Marasso. La cathédrale est majestueuse, que j'imagine en pleine campagne, sur quelques flancs de quelques muses, non loin de l'océan qu'elle regagne. L'océan peu vu que je devine, par l'air chargé de sel et d'arôme, la croix est d'or dans la nuit divine d'entre l'envol des tours et des dômes. Des angélus font campanile une couronne d'argent qui chante, de blancs hiboux où l'on crie gracile tourne sans fin de sorte charmante. Des processions jeunes et claires vont et viennent de porches sans nombre, soie et perles de vivants rosaires, régations pour de chers fruits d'ombre. Ce n'est pas un rêve ni la vie, c'est ma belle et ma chaste pensée. Si vous voulez ma philosophie, ma mort choisie et si déguisée.
This is Dress Rehearsal on KBFG Seattle, and I'm your host, Lorenzo Marasso. My topic today is French composer Charles Tournemire. And you have just listened to the complete poem mystique, mystical poem for piano solo, Opus 33, performed by yours truly, pianist Lorenzo Marasso. And um, as a final piece uh, to complete this very short survey of the music of Charles Tournemire, I would like to play the last movement of his eighth symphony, Opus 51, titled Le Triomphe de la Mort, The Triumph of Death. Uh, this is performed by the Orchestre Philharmonique de Liège et de la Communauté Française, conducted by Pierre Bartolomé. I hope you have enjoyed listening to the music of Chartour de Mir on KBFG Seattle, and I look forward to see you next week for another episode of Dress Rehearsal.